We could focus on the gospel just briefly to talk about the, the challenge of focusing on internals more than externals and the temptation to get caught up on externals and miss the real importance of the internals and the heart. Our Lord sees the heart. But I do feel like the rest of the liturgy gives us a different kind of focus and it's the focus right here in St. Uh, Paul's letter to the Romans. Instead they became vain in their reasoning and their senseless minds were darkened. Thinking they were wise, they became fools. And they exchanged the glory of God immortal for the likeness of something else. I said that only because, like, of course, this first reading is all about that. Like, this creation, this is actually, by the way, the theme of October in our fire nights, is the reality that God, we can know God. God made himself known. And his very footprints is very, like an artist leaving a mark on his work, like, a, like an author, when you read lots of books of the same author, you can recognize the style of the author, you can recognize his qualities. Our Lord God has made himself known in creation. And if we have eyes to see, we can recognize it. But so often, especially in our modern society, claiming to be wise and full of technology and science, and we know everything now, we don't need God, that was an old superstition that really science explains everything, claiming to be wise, we've become fools. And the Lord, through St. Paul, describes some consequences that happen when we throw God out the picture and we decide that we can re reinvent and make our own order to creation. And I see it again in the Gospel, by the way, sorry, the Psalm also takes it up, that all creation, the heavens, proclaim the glory of God for those who have eyes to see. And so often we miss it. And what's more in the Gospel? This Pharisee, after hearing all these things Jesus says, this Pharisee, I don't know what he was thinking, but God bless him, he invites the rabbi, Rabbi, come dine at my house tonight. Now whether he was honest and sincerely wanting to dine with this amazing rabbi, or he had something else in mind, in his vain reasoning and, and claiming to be wise, who knows? But whatever the case, I really got stuck on the first sentence. Jesus entered and reclined a table to eat. The Pharisee was amazed. What was he amazed by? You had God walk into your house and you were amazed. You should have been amazed to have God walk into your house. What's the attitude of Elizabeth? Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And instead, this Pharisee, claiming to be wise, thinking to himself, oh my gosh, I see it clearly, he picks on Jesus for not washing the, the ritual washing of hands. Like, oh my gosh, how vain in your reasoning, how, how, how dark in your intellect, thinking you're wise. Your intellect is obscured. And he missed it. You missed God's entry. You couldn't see the footprint. You couldn't see the traces. You couldn't see the very presence, the very face of God in your house. So just food for thought as we ask for the gift of faith so that we do not fall prey to the same struggle. Do I see God in the ways he makes himself known to me? Do I see God and know him and recognize him in creation, in the heavens above? Do I honor him in all these things? Do I see God in my neighbor? Because our Lord said, whatever you did to the least of your brothers and sisters was done to me. Do I see that? Do I recognize that? Do I believe in that? I think it's the Benedictines who say, when a guest comes, 
Christ comes and they treat any guest as they would treat Christ because they know that to be true. Do I see Christ in myself? Baptized. God dwells in me. How do I respect myself? How do I look at myself in the mirror? Knowing that it is God in me. Do I recognize that? Or I'm like, oh my gosh, that pimple right there? Oh, that pimple? Oh, that mole on my cheek? Oh, I'm the worst person ever. And I miss God. Because I got the wrong lens. And obviously, do I recognize God in the church? In confession? In the Mass? In every tabernacle when you drive by a church? Or do I just drive by like I'm passing by some other building? Might as well pass by a bank. In fact, I'll, I'll stop at the bank, but I won't stop at the church to visit him, to spend time with him. He invites, we think we're inviting God to our house when we come on a Sunday. I'm inviting God to, God's inviting me. How do I receive that invitation? The confession is open. God's inviting me to touch his mercy. I'm like, oh, I don't like the priest. Oh, I don't know what the priest is going to think of me. I don't know the externals are bothering me. Goofball. Open our eyes. God comes so close to us. As we're listening to the Catechism of the Year, there's so much wisdom in the church's teaching, so much depth of understanding after 2,000 years of reflecting on the problems that are the same today as they were yesterday. We have an understanding of them and how easy the world and all of its claiming to be wise criticizes the teachings that God has given us. Vain in our reasoning today, we miss it. We ask for the gift of faith, that light of faith. That's why the image for baptism is that candle, that light of faith. May we live as children of that light to enlighten the darkness in our own hearts sometimes, in our own minds sometimes, but also the darkness in our community, the darkness in our world that doesn't see. God walked into our midst, let us be amazed. And let us say with St. Elizabeth more often, who am I to have this opportunity, this encounter, that God should come to me? Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.